this is season two of RYC Praise, The Call. Will you answer the call? All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, how are y'all doing? How are y'all doing? Yes, this is RYC Praise, season two, The Call. I'm your humble host, Orlando Presents. Hope y'all are having a great day out there. And um, I hope by now everybody has caught up to, you know, hey, uh, it's daylight savings time. So I hope you're still not running behind, you know, right now with your time and everything. So I hope everybody's caught up. But I know that your body has to have time to get acclimated to the new, you know, to the new time and things of that nature. Um, yesterday, I was really feeling it yesterday, but hey, it's, it's all good today, it's all good today, but um, I just wanted to apologize to y'all for last week, um, didn't have a show last week, honestly, uh, mentally, I wasn't really in it, so I wanted to make sure that I was all the way here for you all, and not just half doing the show, and uh, really just pushing myself through, but I just thank my Heavenly Father for um allow me to bounce back and get back into it now hey i pray that um we do not have too many more of of those moments so that uh you know we can go ahead and and push forward and get god's word out here all right so what we're going to do is we're going to jump into the scripture of the show and if you have a flyer in front of you the scripture of the show is on the top uh, right hand, no, excuse me, the top left hand corner, and it's from Exodus 35.10, is on Exodus 35.10. Come all of you who are gifted craftsmen, construct everything that the Lord has commanded. Amen, amen, amen. Construct everything that the Lord has commanded. Man, like I always like to say, you know, take it at your leisure time and go ahead and go back over that scripture for yourself and let it just manifest into your being, man, because definitely you want to keep that word in you, keep the word going so that you can be built up and strong so certain times come in your life, you know exactly how to battle it. So today's guest, man, honestly, I was listening to his music for a while now, even from last week. Because we had this show booked for about a week or so now. And um, the individual's name is Gifted. He goes by the name of Gifted. Uh, The gentleman, not not only is he an artist... But he also has his own. Um, he also has his own podcast as ro- as well. So we're gonna jump into that. We're gonna talk about that. Also, something interesting. I I had a chance to do a little bit of research, and he works with a ministry. and works with a group with um, an ex Harlem Globetrotter. So if you all are from the East Coast or from anywhere, really. Harlem Globetrotters used to be like worldwide, you know, um, basketball team. They used to perform different tricks and things of that nature. So um, I just want to talk a little bit more about the ministry side of things or what he's doing, you know, with that and how did that get all set up. Um, And then earlier in his career, he also was a part of a record label that was um, a part of, I believe, um, 
uh, no limit in some sort of capacity. So we want to go ahead and touch bases on that just a little bit as well and and see how did all of that play into God calling him and moving him forward to where he is now, you know, with the name Gifted. And then also we're going to be listening to his single. He has a hot, hot single out right now called 66 Ways. I'm telling y'all, if you've never heard this single before, you need to go out and listen to it, go out and purchase it, uh, stream it, you know, whatever that y'all need to do to support the young man, support the man, uh, go ahead and do that, because 66 Ways goes in hard, so you know this show, we're gonna get, we're gonna get all the dialogue and everything done, and then we're gonna get into the music a little bit later on, so, um, I believe our guests may be on the line right now, so let's see if Gifted is on the line. If so, let's go ahead and bring them on. All right. Well, we're still waiting on Gifted, so that's quite all right, man. Like I said again, man, I hope all of you all had a great week. Hope you had a great weekend. Um, and let us know, man. Let us know what you've done with your week or what you plan on doing with your summer. If you usually take time out for vacation and you have children during the summertime, let us know what you're going to be doing during your summertime, during your summer vacation. You can send us an email at rycpraisepodcast at gmail.com. That's rycpraisepodcast at gmail.com and uh, drop us a line on there and just let us know what's going on uh, give us some uh, praise reports if you need you know need any of us to pray for you I believe myself or even the CEO DeAndra Smith-Hall of SPSN and her and her family would be more than happy to uh, pray for you as well so and uh, definitely man I have to give a major shout out to DeAndra and the Spirit Soul Network family. Uh, thank y'all very much for everything that you're doing. Thank you very much for everything. Uh, just showing us so much love. So I'm excited about that. Now, let me check here and see. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, without further, further, further ado... <laughs> Let's uh, bring on in Gifted. Yo, what's going down? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, brother? Oh, uh, man, I'm chilling like a Christian, man. I can't complain. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, I, I like that. I like it. Chilling like a Christian. All right. Most definitely, yeah. man. Uh, First and foremost, man, welcome to the show, um, RYC Praise Season 2, The Call, and um, I'm just happy to have you on here, man, like I was telling the people that I had a chance to go over your background and uh, check out some of your stuff and check out, you know, what you have going, Um, you have an impressive resume of things that uh, God has put you through. Oh, man, hey, hey, it's just ice, we all just... We all just live it, and you got to kind of take it as it comes, you know? Hey, amen, I, amen. I, 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 I <laughs> has been, been an adventure, I must say. 
<laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, I was listening to one of your podcasts, and I believe it's the, it's the last one that you just loaded to uh, SoundCloud. And yeah, just to let y'all know out there, y'all can check out his podcast on SoundCloud. Um, I believe it's uh, Running Your Mouth. Uh, the name is the, uh, run, the podcast. Yeah, Running My Mouth. Running My Mouth. Running run my, my Mouth. Running My Mouth. There you go. Running My Mouth podcast on SoundCloud. So make sure y'all check that out by uh, Gifted. Um, but the last episode, I believe, that you put on there, you were talking about that you live in Houston and that you're from um, New Orleans. Let the folks know yes, a little bit about how that I know that transition has been a long time ago, but I know for yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of the people that had to leave out of New Orleans, it's still probably fresh in your mind on what you had to go through. Let's touch on that just a little bit. Man, it's 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 actually a surreal situation because I'm not nomadic by any nature, man. I would never have packed up and moved to go anywhere. New Orleans is all I knew. And New Orleans was all that I cared to know. And so when mm-hmm. that young lady Katrina when that young lady Katrina came in and made everybody leave <laughs> She made everybody leave, man. And I, I can tell you something, when I moved to Houston in uh two thousand and five, uh, I did an interview with the Wall Street Journal. It was just a guy, you know, he was kinda of just trying to get everybody's stories. And then ten years later 2015 he contacted me and that's actually when I realized I had been in Houston for 10 years man so it's funny funny you say that although it has been you know well over 10 years at this point man that still seems like yesterday bro because it's you know people lose their cell phones they lose their car keys I lost a whole city man so it, it feels like yesterday sometimes, you know, but I thank God for it because it was an Egypt experience. Uh, not putting my city down, but Louisiana, man, we have a long way to go, you know, as far as our school system, our economy, and it was bad before Katrina, and it's just, you know, almost worse now, man. So for myself and my family, man, it was a blessing that that happened. I can't complain. Amen. Amen. So that basically answers my question, man, because I was about to ask, uh, did you ever see yourself and your family moving back to New Orleans? Nah, bro. Hey, I'm, it's five hours away. I'm actually in New Orleans right now as we speak. Whenever I get homesick, oh. I have my mama here. I have my daughter here. You know, whenever I get homesick, look, we hop in the car, take the little ride, spend a few days, go to the car. Go ahead, back to Houston. <laughs> I, I, I never, I never move back, bro. If, if the Lord do a night, it's an awesome amount of finances. I need to like, have house here, presence like that. But now nah, moving back, I'm good, man. I, I love Texas. Okay, okay, yeah, because I know a lot of, uh, I know a lot of people out there. Uh, one of the family, one of the families of. Um, of a record label and everything that I associate with and that I work with, Rapture Ready Productions, they're out there in uh, Baton Rouge, uh, Louisiana. So okay. I'm not sure I've heard of them before. What's some of the artists? I have, I'm not familiar with the name, but what's some of the artists? Uh, Jay Dunn, um, uh, also uh, Jay Knight, Yul Netter, 
Another individual named uh, Parker. Mm, Parker, we Parker, 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 Parker. Okay, I think I know. If we thinking about the same person, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, because I, I believe Parker is a good friend of my partner, a guy by the name of Corey Hicks from New Orleans. No, oh, okay. I oh, think okay. I, do, I, I think I do know that circle. I, I know of them, rather. I know of them. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So let's touch a little bit on your background, gifted. First and foremost, um, how did you land on the name gifted, or was the name thrusted upon you? Nah, man. Uh, you know, so I come from the secular side of music. I was signed to a label called Smoke One Records, which is the first label to do a joint pitch with Master Pete. And um, the main artist that was on our label, his name was Trey Aiken. My name was Hennessy at the time. And so fast forward, we get to the church. I couldn't call myself Hennessy. I'll be staggering for them all. I just couldn't make it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we, you know, we have me just do some names. Uh, this was in uh, 1999, man. It just threw some names up on the board. A gift that just stuck, man. You know, uh, every perfect gift is from the Lord. And, uh, you know, not a two-bone horn, but I feel like God has given me a gift with words. And so uh, it just stuck. I like the way it sounded. But as I started to move around in the marketing aspect, I noticed that it was a very common. And so that's when I added the flamethrower to it just to create that separation for whenever people are looking, you know, they're able to come right to me. So gifted the flamethrower. That's how that was first. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, because I, I, I really uh, liked the name when I first saw it and everything. I was like, wow, okay. I really, um, I like that, definitely. Now, since Thanks. you you've been away from the secular side of things, what was inside when you were doing secular music? Um, what transitions you into gospel? What's your um, What's your walk? What is the calling for gifted? How did you get called from what you were doing? Because it sounds like that y'all were doing very well if y'all were associated with No Limit at the time because they were like one of the top labels, you know, in the Man. world uh, at the time and everything. So what transitioned yeah. you from dealing with that to going into the gospel music realm or did you go from secular to just following God then music so how did all of that come about well you know raised in church uh, you know I was raised in the Baptist church I was in uh, Julia Peak and all that stuff but it was an old Baptist church you know I, could, I never could relate to it there's a whole bunch of storytelling and so that was concept of God. You know, I grew up in a regular New Orleans black family, so you go pray to Jesus, whether you like it or not. So fast forward, you know, into my adulthood, uh, man, my sister, she just invited us to church one day, bro. And when I went, the pastor was a prophet, and he called me up to the front. And man, when I tell you, that man started to tell me stuff about my life that I know only God knew. And I'm not talking about oh, somebody up in here got a headache. I got a pain. Somebody up in here I'm going to pray for Jesus. I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. Bro. I'm talking about personal like things that was in my heart and in my mind that God revealed to this man of God. And it was then I realized, okay, it, it, it's something a little more 
to this God thing because at first when I kind of looked at God like, you know, my partner, like, you know, I know it's something bigger than me, but it ain't nothing I got to be obedient to or nothing like that, you know, so mm-hmm. when we're doing the music and things of that sort, and um, my brother, my brother-in-law, because my wife, let me back up. So the owner of Smoke One Records, that's my brother-in-law. I, I'm married to his sister. At the time, she was just my girlfriend. So I'm going to refer to him oh. as my brother-in-law, but I want to, because it's a whole scenario. So this sister that I'm talking about that invited us to church is my wife's older sister. She was super saved, bro. I'm talking about like super saved, talking in tongues. I'm, I guarantee you when she took a bath, she flew it on her water. I mean, she was just saved <laughs> on a whole other aspect of saved, dog, you know. So she well, invited us all to church. So that's when I had that experience. And we all got really hit us all at the same time. And so, you know, we went back to the table. Something had to change. Now, as far as that second aside, man, yes, things were going good. Uh, if you go back to the ice cream man with Master P, that white Nexus, that actually was my brother's car. You know what I mean? So wow. we were doing very, very good. You know, we were doing better than Master P in some regards. So also, my mm. wife, her name is Zeta. Y'all can check out my wife, Zeta. Her name is Zeta, Z-E-E-D-A. And she had a deal on the table with Bad Boy and with Tommy Boy. We were in negotiations with Tommy Boy and with Bad Boy on her album. All this happening while we're getting sick. <laughs> so, wow. so fast forward, you know, you, you have this, this urging that I've never felt and um, I couldn't do it anymore. Like, there's no way my life is changing. So I'm no longer in the streets. I, have, I, I don't have the appetite for destruction that I have, but at the same time, this music is still displaying the appetite for destruction. At this point, you know, you're going to be real. Like, you got to be real. You're going to be a hundred. You got to be a hundred. Like, I ain't never been no fake cat with none that I ever did in my life. So if I wasn't fake with the devil, I was all the way in with him. I felt like I had to be all the way in with God. So there was no way that I can be rapping one way and living another way. You know what I mean? Whereas I'm rapping about being a gangster, I got to be a gangster. Anything I'm rapping about, I'm really doing it in the streets. So it got to be vice versa. If I'm no longer doing that stuff in the streets, then that's what I got to rap about. And so that was just the conviction of the Lord, man, to make us put down all that, bro. Like, we threw away a whole album, walked away from the table with Bad Boy, bro. Walked away from everything and picked up our cross, man. And, hey, bro, hey, I can't complain. I'm happy you made that decision, bro. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm happy that you made that decision too as well, bro. So you would be on no the show. With you. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, man. <laughs> Definitely happy I made the decision. Now, let's go back to what you said, man, cuz what you I I really you probably do know, but you may not know what you said was very powerful about um rapping for the world but following God or even vice versa but there Mm -hmm. are so many artists out here that still put out this you know secular music but they go to church every Sunday and they really truthfully feel that there's nothing wrong with them now I'm not one to judge anybody because I've been through mine and I'm still going through mine and God is still working with all of us but what what is your what is your thoughts on that, especially within your own life? Who planted that conviction within you? Building to say no, I can't 
you know, worship God and still go and fit for the world. Yeah. Well, for me, I mean, and I, and I like the way you said that. I don't, I don't judge anybody either. But sometimes we gotta step away from a, a critique. Uh, just saying what's right and wrong is a far cry from being judgmental, you feel me? So for me, I learned my realness from the streets, man. I learned I learned how to watch my mouth because if you say the wrong thing, you get bust in your mouth. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I learned that's 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 what I learned. So being real is just it's a, for me it's a universal thing, dog. Whether it's it don't matter if you are atheist, if you are homosexual, if you a murderer, if you a preacher, like Whatever you are, you need to be real with it, uh, or you shouldn't be talking about that you are that. So that's just that's just a concept that I was raised under. Like you gotta be 100 no matter what you're doing. And so for people that's living that life, you know, even as the Bible says, there is a way that seems right to a man. We have some people that fall under that umbrella, but then we also have some people that just feel like they can do what they want to do. And us as men and women of God, we have to remember that the Lord says that whom He loves, He chastises. So me telling you that you out of pocket, that you wrong, that doesn't mean that I'm judging you. If I look at you and I ask you, hey, are you a Christian? Then you make that confession, then guess what? That's the foundation that we have to build on. There is a standard that has been created by this thing that you say you believe in. If you work for Domino's, you can't ring my you can't ring my doorbell in a piece of a uniform. That's just what that is. And it's like that's that's that scapegoat that we kind of hide behind. Can't nobody judge me. Well, hold up, Playboy. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying this Bible that you say you believe in, say this, that, and the other. So if you say you believe in this, then you're supposed to be doing this right here to the best of your ability. No, none of us are not perfect, but don't none of us have to willy-nilly walk in sin neither. You know what I mean? Everything is in choice, bro. You know, the devil ain't that powerful. At all, we make mm-hmm. that powerful mm-hmm. our choices. So I'm careful with that, bro. You telling the man, you telling a man or woman, hey man, you know what you're doing, you ain't supposed to be doing based upon this Bible. You say you believe in. That's not you being judgmental, dog. That's just you just pointing out a situation. So you know, right. if you right. if you if you rocking like that, it ain't right. Now nah, you know, hey. But the beautiful thing about God is it ain't no feminine misdemeanor sin. Sin is sin in the eyes of God. So. That's something you got to work out with your father, but nah, you can't live however you want to live and say that you're a Christian. You just can't do it. That's just what that is. Amen. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to let y'all know, man, you, you know how you can tell either a person has been old, excuse me, that's been raised by old heads or they're a more <laughs> mature vessel themselves is when they say that statement that Gifted said, if you talk too much, you might get busted in your mouth. That gave me flashbacks. My mama used to, <laughs> my mama used to say that, boy. I'd be like, hold on. Was he talking to my mom? I mean... <laughs> Watch your mouth, man. Man, when you said that almost about to go get some and cover up my mouth or something, I'm like, hold on, now. Got me shook over the phone. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, um, you're 100% correct on that. I do believe that uh, something that's been really eating at me for like the past six months, almost a year or whatever, is the saying that people love 
say, they love to say this saying, uh, the truth hurts. And what's been eating at me is that, okay, that is a lie of the devil. Because if somebody mm. is coming to me in love to tell me the truth, go. to correct myself, why should it hurt me? It's not going to hurt go. me. It should build me up. So it's, it's the work of, you know, the people in the streets of this world that always says, oh, the truth hurts. So that's keeping people from actually loving on you for real. What you say is how you say it, man. And that's the yeah. aspect, the beautiful thing you just say. Everything we suppose, you can sum up all 66 books of the Bible with one word, love. Everything you mm. do is supposed to be done in the spirit of love, bro. And like you say, if you're giving a man or a woman the truth and you and you cover that thing with love, nine times out of ten, man, y'all will have a great conversation. They may not bow down into submission and ask for forgiveness in that moment, but I guarantee you they'll be open to you if you do it in love. Amen. Amen. 100%. Amen on that. So, um, like I said, this this uh, the artist that we were sitting with that we're sitting down with right now, ladies and gentlemen, we're on RYC Praise Season Two, The Call, and we're sitting down with Gifted on uh, SPSN Spirit Soul Network. Um, you know, I, I have to jump into your other endeavors and the things of that nature that you have going on because something that really jumped out at me as well because it brought back when I was a child I used to watch the Harlem Globetrotters and to see that you're actually working with one of the members you know of the Harlem Globetrotters or used to be a member of them really struck me as surprised and I was like wow okay that's pretty cool so uh, let the folks mm-hmm. listening how did that come about and also how can people you know help out with that ministry Man, the guy, he's actually my mentor and my best friend, one of my accountability partners. His name is Melvin Adams. Melvin Adams, man, he is literally one of the best human beings that I have ever met in my life, bro. And I was just doing events in Houston, and um, he was a random dude just at the event. And he came up to me, you know, after I, after, after I did my part, introduced himself. He's a former Harlem Globe driver from there, man. We just click. He does schools. He does school assemblies across the nation. And um, dude is a phenomenal speaker. His name is Melvin Adams. Uh, and that's how that came about, man. He just so happens to be a hard gold child, but that's neither here nor there. Like, he's my mentor. You know, he's one of the men that speak into my life on a consistent basis, whether it's about my children, my wife, my spirituality, my walk my music man and I love that dude he, he has been a life changing factor in my life man shout out Melvin Mel his Instagram is uh, try to Melvin y'all be looking him up try to Melvin and uh, if you have a school you have children then, hey man this man will come into that school and he will absolutely 100% change the atmosphere of the school I've seen him do it a million times Amen. Amen. We're going to have to have a segment on mentors and on, um, you know, on spiritual leaders, on, you know, people who you go to, you know, for advice and things of that nature to keep you straight. Because what um, there was one artist, she had her own show a while ago and she did a show on that. And I thought it was very intriguing 
um, because yeah. nowadays a lot of times a lot of people a lot of artists when they come into doing Christian music nobody ever asks them who is your mentor who is your accountability yeah. partner who is the person that keeps you you know leveled spiritually while you're trying while you're doing you know this music and stuff because yeah man. that is very because the devil is going to come after you even harder knowing that you're trying yeah, to spread man. god's word through music because he knows how powerful music is to an individual so yeah, how man. much do you think that has played within your own career having this gentleman as your accountability you know within your music career Oh, uh, bro, it, 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 I mean, it'll be difficult to turn them into a dog up into words. Discipleship, mentorship, having elders, having a father and a mother spiritually. Bro, I, I don't see how anybody could live without that type of a spiritual lifeline, man. Especially when you're on the platform, be it music. Anytime you're standing up in front of people and you're doing that in the name of God, the Bible says that the leaders would get the greater judgment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like when you're standing on a platform, you celebrate, man, and you get so many pats on the back, and all people see is your presentation. And so you can easily begin to believe that you are that perfect presentation, that you are that actual manifestation. You can forget that you are really only the vicar of Christ. You're really on an, an, an ambassador and your tools and your gifts are nothing because what does the Bible says? The Bible says it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Not your singing, your Amen. rapping, your dancing, your speaking. And so it's like even in your everyday life, man, you have to have accountability. Me, myself, I have Bishop Lester Love. I have Bishops uh, Charles Blakes. I have Mama Blakes. I have Pastor Fran. I have Melvin Adams. I have my mother. I have Von Wine. I have Ahmad Bell. I have uh, uh, my rap partner, 007. That's nine people that I have that mm. be accountable for different aspects of my life. Nine people. Now, everybody's not going to be good at everything. So I have people that I deal with with my spirituality. I have people that I deal with with my money. I have, I have mentors that I deal with with my children. But you should always, always, have somebody that's pouring into you if you're going to call yourself pouring out to people because you don't want to pour out from an empty vessel, man. That's a dangerous thing because now you're operating mm-hmm. in your own strength and you're going to hurt somebody. Amen. Amen. Whew, man. Brother, this has uh, been a powerful time, man, sitting down with you. I would love uh, at another time to get you back on the show and everything. We can chop it up a little bit more. Um, also, anytime, so before, man, we, before we let you go, I definitely, you have to let the folks know about your awesome, awesome single, 66 Ways. Awesome, man. Yeah, man, I, took, I wrote this record. I took uh, every every scripture, all 66 of them, and I made them nouns. The person, place, or thing. And uh, it's, it's, it's an awesome record. It's an aggressive record. And then we just released it. It's on all your streaming platforms. All you have to do is type in Gifted the Flamethrower. It'll pop up. You can come to my website, IamGifted.net, man. Connect with it. It's also a great way to learn the books of the Bible if you want to learn the books of the Bible, man. It's just a very creative and intricate record that God blessed me to write. And it's dope, man. I love it. Y'all check it out. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'm definitely co-signing on that one. 
Um, so, brother, once again, man, thank you for coming on the show. And, uh, man, definitely, definitely keep in touch, man. Don't be a stranger. Hey, hey same here, man. I'm honored. To, I, I reached out to you guys, man. I always want to support you all because let me tell you something, man. For what you all do, you guys are the heroes of culture, man. A lot of times, the radio programs, the podcast, y'all are the unsung heroes, man. So I want to thank you for allowing me on your platform and for trusting me with your platform, man. I don't take it lightly. I'm, I'm humbled by it and I really appreciate it. Amen. All glory to God, brother. All glory to God. Thank you. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we get out of here, we are going to go ahead and play 66 Ways. And like the brother said, man, make sure y'all go out there and stream it, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it, and stream it again. All right? So, this is Orlando yes, Presents. All the YC praise. Sitting down with Gifted, the flamethrower. We're about to get yeah, into yeah. 66 Ways.